With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amen. Amen. This means war. Oh my goodness. Man, greet me all in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm excited, as I always say, for this message. Been chewing on it all week. The Lord has us in this great series. And I'm telling you, at a time... In my life, I need this message, and I'm sure that you will be blessed as well. So if you would, join, grab your Bibles and join me in Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to look at 10 to 13. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. And it reads this way, Finally, my brethren... Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Let's pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, is once again that we come in the mighty name of your Son, Christ Jesus. And Lord, we sit in anticipation to hear from you today. We ask right now that you prepare our hearts to receive your word. I pray that I decrease and you increase. In the mighty name of your Son, Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. I like to use as a title this morning, Put on the whole armor of God. You know, last week we talked about chosen to be a soldier. And then the week following we talked about, are you a good soldier? Now today the Lord gives us the message on putting on the whole armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 says, finally, my brethren... He is getting ready now to tell you. He said, after all, everything said and done, now it's time to listen, brethren. So they, we know that they're in the Lord. So he says, finally, brethren. What is he telling you to do finally? Be strong in the Lord. Now, I don't want you to gloss over that. He says, be strong in the Lord. Not be strong within yourself, but you must be strong in the Lord. Jesus said it best. He said, for without me, ye can do nothing. So Paul is saying, be strong in the Lord. And get this, not only that, 
in the power of his might. He wants you to be strong in service. He wants you to be strong in suffering. And he wants you to be strong in fighting. He wants you to be strong. Why? In the Lord. Because that's where you're going to find your strength is in the Lord. He encourages us. He commands us to be strong. I want you to take a look at this. And man, I'll tell you, this is one of my favorite verses. You need to really read the whole chapter. But Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. You need to get there. You need to read verse 8 when you get a chance as well. But we're going to look at 9. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Listen to this. Oh man. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thy goest. Man, I'm telling you, don't miss that. He has commanded us to be strong. Why? Because he knows that we're only strong within him. So if he's commanding us to be strong, we're going to be connected to him. But he commands us to be strong and of good courage. I'll tell you this. You know, you're going to be afraid sometime or feel some fear. But he tells you, don't worry about that. You're going to overcome that. He's going to strengthen you. And then the courage to overcome fear. That's why I love this, this verse here. It says, I commanded thee to be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. He knows we're going to be afraid. So that's why he's telling us not to be afraid. Be, and neither be dismayed. Why? Because we are trusting in Him. God's children should not be dismayed because we're trusting in Him. It's all in the power of His might. Now, He knows we're going to get weak. We're going to get afraid. But He wants us to be strong. I want you to know that whenever you're feeling like this, here's one thing I want you to remember. Grapes are trampled to make wine. Olives are crushed to make oil. Diamonds are formed under pressure. Seeds grow in the dark. You need to trust God and be strong. Know that He is forming you. So whenever you're trampled on, feeling crushed, feeling pressure, you're in the dark, know that God is transforming you. There are some things that are going on when you under the pressure. But all oh, the good news, he tells us to be strong. I know many of you are out there feeling like you're, you're trampled on, you're crushed, you're under pressure, you're in the dark. I'm here to encourage you today from God's Word, and I needed it as well, because I felt in all of those categories, but He tells me to be strong. So if you're listening to this message today, there is no accident that you found it. He is saying, be strong in the Lord. You'll find out, you know, people say, God won't put no more in you to bear. God wants to let you know that you can't handle the load. He has to have it. 
So He will put that load on us that we can know that we can't handle it. And then He'll come to us. He encourages us to be strong. Because whenever we're weak, then are we strong. How do I know? Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10 to 8. No, actually 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 to 10. Now, this is how I know. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 8 to 10 reads this way. <clears throat> it says, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that I might depart, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Listen to this. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. So if you're feeling weak right now, you're in a good place. You're right in that place where he's right there and he's going to strengthen you. He says, be strong. Keep the faith. Don't give up. It may look like you're losing, but he's forming you into the image of his son. Oh man, it is the power of his might. As you see here, Paul was seeking that the Lord... Remove this thing. But the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for thee. Listen to me and listen to me well. The problem is we think we can control something. Let me help you here. You can't control anything. You don't own anything. Once you get those two things under control, you'll get it. You must trust God. That means you don't know all the answer, but you're trusting him. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Will you trust him? He says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, now he set it up for us. Now he wants us to do something. I hope you listen to this part right here. Because this is the part that you need to get right now. Look at verse 11. I call this put on, put off. Verse 11, it says, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, I read this verse many a years and keep reading it. But, you know, why does he say the whole armor? You know, that gives some indication that you may not put on all the pieces. But he says, put on the whole armor. Man, I'm telling you, you better stick with us here. In this series here, we're going to start talking about each pieces of the armor. But don't wait. Don't wait for that. You need to read it yourself. Ephesians chapter 6, read it. But he tells us to put on the whole armor of God. See, not your armor, but God's armor. Man's armor can't do anything. And it's going to hinder you. He says, put on the whole armor of God. Now, I want you to look at this example here. 1 Samuel chapter 17 
Verse 38 to 19. Boy, this is good. We all know it as David and Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17, 38 to 39. But now David is about to go challenge Goliath. And Saul, the king, says, hey, I got something for you. Let's look at it. And Saul armed David with his armor. See, he's arming David with his armor. And he put and helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. Now listen to what David said. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them, and David put them off of him. <laughs> oh my Lord, I'm telling you. When he tells us to put on the whole armor of God, you must cast off the armor of man. And David cast off the armor that King Saul tried to bound him with. And that's what it will. The world will bound you with, thinking that you're in control. Your armor is going to protect you from whatever's out there. But let me tell you, your little armor can't do anything if it's not the armor of God. And David had faith in God. And he said, put these things off. He put off the armor that Saul tried to bog him down. Listen to me and listen to me well. The world is trying to distract you. The world is trying to bog you down until you see like David see that I'm going to trust God for it all. And David removed the armor that Saul put on him. He says, God says in Romans 20, chapter 12, renew your mind. Your mind must be renewed. You cannot think like the world and try to live for God. It's not going to work. You must think for, like God and you will live for God. So you must put on this whole armor. Now why must you put on the whole armor? Separate pieces is not going to help you. Why must you put the whole armor on? Well he tells you that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. What are these wiles? It's that deceit, that craftiness, that cricket, that, that trickery. And he's deceiving you. Why? Of the devil. He is the false accuser. And he is the slanderer. But God says, put on that whole armor. And you're not going to fall for anything that that joker comes up with. How do I know this? Because look at this. 1 Peter 5.8 says this. Check this out. 1 Peter 5.8 says this. It says, be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil... As a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now I'm telling you, he is looking around, looking for those ones that are weak, that don't have that armor on. Now he ain't gonna mess, he's gonna he's gonna mess with you even if you got the armor. But if you ain't got it on, he is going to attack. He is going to pounce. The Bible describes him as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But 
The scripture tell us to be sober and to be vigilant. Are you sober-minded? Is your mind strong? Are you vigilant at what God told you to do? Because if you are, then you obey the stand. 2 Corinthians 2.11 says this. Oh, I love this. 2 Corinthians 2.11 says this. It says, least Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. See, whenever you're in God's word, he is going to tell you how to prepare for that devil. And you won't be ignorant of his devices. When you have the whole armor of God, you are prepared for the attacks of the wicked one. Oh, he's going to attack. Oh, but don't be afraid. If you have that old whole armor on and you are strong in the Lord, he is wasting his time. But he is going to try. But are you going to be sober? And are you going to be vigilant? Now, let's go to the next verse. Verse 12. We're good on time here. Verse 12. Verse 12 says, "For Now, I want you to get this part. This is good. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, Right off the bat, he tells you we're not fighting flesh and blood. So many a times we're fighting at each other. Satan's biggest ploy is to get you fighting at each other, and then you will stop communicating. You'll break the lines of communication. You won't forgive. And boy, he is over there just loving it. But whenever you learn to forgive... Whenever you learn to know that you're not fighting against flesh and blood, he starts off letting us know that we're not fighting flesh and blood. But there's four things. I want you to put four things that the Bible tells us that we're fighting. Let's look at them. He says, <clears throat> against principalities. Now, principalities are Satan's generals who have oversight over entire nations. So you're fighting against principality. Not your brother and your sister, your people you see there in the flesh. You're fighting over principalities. That old Satan generals who have oversight over entire nations. That's the first thing. And number two, it says powers. That, those are his private who possess human beings. So there you go. So there's your second one. So we have these principalities. Now we have powers. Satan generals who have oversight over entire nations. Now look at the next thing that, that you're fighting against. Rulers of darkness of this world. Man, this thing is real. If you still think it's a physical battle, you're not going to win. He says... Rulers of darkness. I mean, they they got some organization going on. Rulers of darkness of this world. This world is dark. This is why he called you to light out of a dark world. He called you out of the darkness into the light. But these rulers of darkness of this world are demons in charge of Satan worldly business. That's who that is. They're in charge of Satan worldly business. And I'm telling you, boy, it's real. 
It is so real. If you look at what's going on, you can see the wickedness. This place is filthy. It's wicked. It's dark. Christ, please return. But he won't return until you start preaching God's word and telling others to repent that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now get this last one here. There's one other thing here. This last one. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Man, you better get that. Now what is this? This is the demons in charge of worldly religion. And man, I'm telling you, I'm not going to call them out. You can see them. You can see them. In charge, uh, the Pope. I'll call it out. I called it out. Worldly religion. Trying to go in there and change God's word. Spiritual wickedness. Spiritual. I love the classifications there. It makes it clear. Spiritual wickedness in high places. They're in charge of the worldly religion. Trying to get these false ideas. Getting you away from God's word. But God says. We're not going to be ignorant. Of Satan devices. Are you. In God's word. And do you have. The whole armor of God. So he tells us. We're not fighting flesh and blood. He says these four things. That you're fighting. And they're all spiritual. Principalities. Powers. Rulers of darkness of this world. And spiritual wickedness. In high places. Man that sounds like we got a lot against us. But let me tell you. If God be for you. Who can be against us? I like what 2 Timothy chapter um, 1 verse 7 says. Boy, I've been quoting it all week. You need to get that verse. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Boy, he has equipped us. I'm telling you, when you are in Christ, man, I'm telling you, whoo, boy, I'm telling you, you are backed by God Almighty. And nothing formed against thee shall prosper. Oh, it's going to form, but it ain't going to prosper. How do I know? Because he says this, um, look at this. It says, verse 13, this is our last verse. Verse 13. It says, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. There it is again. Why did he keep telling us to take the whole armor? I'm telling you, there's some importance there. Because you could probably take a few pieces. You need the whole thing. Let me read it again. Wherefore, take. Oh, man, that's a good thing here to bring out, too. He says, take. When you say, hey, we got the armor, why don't he just throw it on us? Well, he tells us to put on, and now he's telling us to take it. So now that's something you got to do. You know, Christians, you know, you know, they just, you know, they, they don't want to do anything. After God, you believed in the Lord and he saved you. Now there's some stuff you got to do. Like he gave the children of Israel the promised land, but he told them to go possess it. Yeah, he gave it to them. They could have sat and did nothing, but he says, go and possess it. Wow. You have to do something. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Many of you are not taken. You're waiting for someone to put it on you, yourself, them, themselves. You're waiting for somebody to do it. 
But He tells you to put on. He tells you to take the whole armor of God. Why? 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 He's telling you that ye may withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. You will fall if you don't have on the whole armor of God. Now, so that you can withstand those attacks. Those attacks are going to come. They're going to be hot. I'm telling you, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Boy, I tell you, they come. Whenever you stand on God's word, the attacks are coming. But he tells you to stand your ground. He said that you may be able to stand. You know, these states got stand your ground. God came up with it first. Look at it here, James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. And we're this is the last one. We're taking it to the house. James 4, 7 says this, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. You know, I heard so many people say resist the devil and he will flee. They always forget the first part, submitting yourselves unto God. How in the world you can quote this scripture without that first part? I never know. Because they have their own armor. They need to take the armor of God. And whenever you take the armor of God, you're going to submit unto him and then you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil look what it says resist the devil and he will flee from you look he ain't fleeing from many of you out there because you haven't resisted he's still playing you like a puppet and you don't even know it you're not resisting him you're going with the flow you don't want to cause any trouble well let me tell you you need to make sure you're in the army of God because you're going to cause trouble. I remember the message the Lord gave us. He said he came not to send peace but a sword. If you missed that one, you better go back and get it. The Lord will bless you. That one changed my life. We always want to be so peaceful. He said, I have come to send a sword. Many of your loved ones are out there engaged in some terrible things. Homosexuality, adultery, fornication, and you won't tell them. Because how are they going to say about you? Let me tell you. That means you are more concerned about what man thinks of you than God. If you have Christ in you, He has given you a sword, and that's the truth. And it will cause some trouble. Let me tell you, God is calling you into the army of the Lord. He doesn't want any coward soldiers. I didn't, he didn't say you won't be afraid. He tells us not to be. But he tells you to be strong and of good courage and in the power of his might. God wants you to put on, to take the whole armor of God. As we're ending, the question is, do you have the armor of God? Or are you still wearing the garments of the world? Are you in the body of Christ? Jesus puts it this way in Luke 13, 3. He says, I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Wow. That sounds so harsh, but he gives you the opportunity to repent. 
that you won't perish. Recognize that you are a sinner and you can't save yourself. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. <clears throat> he wants you to come to Him. He says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, For all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. That includes you. That includes me. He said there's none righteous. No, not one. He says all your righteousness are as filthy rags. The only thing the Father will take is the blood of the Lamb, His Son, that was sacrificed on the cross. And in three days, He rose from the grave with all power. The only way to satisfy the Father is to believe in the Son. Romans chapter 10, 9 says it this way, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I pray that you have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ today. And if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, confess Him with your mouth. If you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ today, and what did you believe? That you are a sinner, you are a wretch undone, and you repent and say, I have sinned, and I believe that Jesus is my Lord and that he died and sacrificed himself on the cross and in three days he rose from the grave I believe on him for the saving of my soul if you've done that I would want you to confess that in a prayer you can say your own prayer or you can say this one dear God thank you for saving my soul thank you for dying on the cross for me and then, most important, rising that Thursday with all power. I accepted you by faith. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you've done that, please drop us a line at minutesoftruth.org. It has been a blessing. And remember, put on the whole armor of God. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.